We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, we're back in Canada, eh? And that means we're in mandatory quarantine for two weeks. But thankfully, I've decorated this place like I'm Elf, and I get to talk with two of my friends and colleagues, Jackie Redman and Lauren Gardner from NHL and MLB Network on this show. They detail their experiences covering different sports in a bubble, what they expect to happen in 2021, and they tell me their most embarrassing moments on live TV. Grab some hot chocolate and don't skimp on the marshmallows. This is a goodie. Do our followers just like assume that they can maybe get married to us someday yes that's exactly what they're saying you're relatable you can talk sports with them you can drink hot chocolate and they assume you're going to run into them one day and hit it off and there you go what we ever after together I will say this though like to those people that and they're they're the minority for sure um like you can't hate on love. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you should love love. Like if you're hating on someone being happy, like there's a there's definitely an issue there, I think. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Banks. I'm Julie Stewart Banks, and I am currently sitting in my second bout of quarantine. I do not have COVID that I know of right now, but I've crossed the border. I'm in Toronto, and so it is a mandatory two-week quarantine, which is very good. Um, I can't do anything, which is also very good, because who knows uh, what I might have picked up on the plane. That sounds really very odd, but um, we're all staying home to stay safe. We're all following the procedures, protocols that we have to do to make sure that we get rid of this virus, because we want to be able to live life again, see our friends and family, and make sure that they stay safe. So this is Club Q, Club Quarantine, Club Q.2, Club Cumis. I created all of this like elf um that's what i've been doing in my spare time but i'm so happy now to be able to talk to people and these people are my friends <laughs> on the show here today from nhl network and mlb network and also from the hit show what we've got jackie redmond <laughs> and lauren gardner guys thanks so much for joining us here today i'll start with you jackie how are you feeling I'm feeling great. I got to be honest. I watch all of your Instagram stories, big fan. Um, and I'm jealous of Club Q. Like I, this is a place that I, I think I would enjoy a little bit, maybe not 14 days, but you've got the decor set up. You're rocking a sweet jacket. Like you've got it going on. You've got the quarantine thing figured out much better than I did when I had to quarantine. So kudos yeah, to I'm, th- I'm thriving in quarantine. Things have been going you are. really well for me <laughs> these days. And Lauren, you're joining us from Colorado. Right? Yes, I tested, went through everything my family tested before I came home for American Thanksgiving, looking out for my Canadian brethren. Um, yeah, so just hanging out with the gardeners before I head back to NYC to quarantine. So my club queue won't look nearly as cool as yours, but it I'll can. do my best. You guys are so festive. I just have my dad's trophies behind me. But yeah, Colorado. What did, what did your dad do, by the way, speaking of his trophies? <laughs> He just collected trophies. Um, he actually sold planes. Oh, he sold planes. So, yeah. wow. He collected hardware for selling planes, guys. It's amazing. Very interesting career. We were wondering about the planes behind there. Not a pilot, but collects uh, hardware for planes. Even better than <laughs> he's that. He's also a pilot. Oh, he's also, also a, pilot. a pilot. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic, you really want to socially distance. 
you get up about 2,200 feet above ground level. Yes, I noticed on your Instagram you have been flying a lot. And Jackie is in Nova Scotia. That is in Canada, guys. That's like very far east in Canada and so we all live in New York City normally and we work there but we're all over the world at this point right now because everything is different and for you guys you were both in different NHL MLB bubbles which we're going to get to a little bit later on in the show but first as this is drinks with Binks we like to drink on this show and today we are having a non-alcoholic beverage uh what do you guys got I have hot chocolate in my uh, lovely hockey mug that my mother bought, purchased for myself and Aww. for my co-host, actually, EJ Raddick. She sent one for him, too. Um, and this you. is like, this is my daily dose of, of hockey right now. It's just <laughs> drinking coffee or hot chocolate out of this mug. It's all I got, you know, but uh, I haven't had hot chocolate in a while. I forgot how good it is. Dude, it's delicious. Okay, don't make fun of me, but I'm going vegan eggnog, ladies. I tried going plant-based for like two weeks at a time. And then when I fall off the wagon, it's like I just fall on my face and I eat all the pizza and mm-hmm. all the animal products. Mm-hmm. So this is me getting back on the wagon with my Super Bowl mug with John Elway on it. I love that. This is whoever owns this Airbnb's mug right now. Uh, and it is hot chocolate as well. And I also haven't had a whole lot of hot chocolate recently. But guys, let's cheers. We will t- What shall we tell? Cheers. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Hashtag what reunion to our health, health, fitness, uh, to a very merry holiday, Christmas, whatever you celebrate, and also uh, to 2020 ending very soon. Right. Yeah, Jackie exactly. had a laundry list of things to toast to. <laughs> Cheers. Good to see you guys. Cheers, baby. Mm. Just, oh, mine's Tim Horton's hot chocolate. Yes, too, same. FYI. Yeah, JSB. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, the three massive marshmallows have disintegrated in this, and the candy cane. <laughs> all are now in this hot chocolate, which I'm not sure is a very good thing. And that's not part of the fitness, but it's all about moderation. Uh, we have to address the fact that Jackie has now. We all know it's big news. Jackie got engaged during a <laughs> pandemic because you've literally lived a thousand lives in 2020. You put out the video. Uh, I gotta ask, how many followers have you lost now? Oh, it's in the hundreds. It's in the hundreds. I actually specifically wow. was like, maybe don't look at your followers for a few days. But yeah, definitely took a dip. I think I lost about 400, maybe 500. Um, it's a weird phenomenon. I'm sure like even before, like just posting anything with Emmett, it's like there's people that are like, love this stuff, love the videos. And then other people that are just like, we don't care about him. Like stop posting. And I was like, well, it's my page. So I'll just post whatever I want. Yes. But, yeah, it's weird. It's very strange, but I am very happy. I'll show you guys the ring. Ooh, nice. Beautiful. It's uh, people do get really weirded out uh, about posting a significant other, like the other people, like most of my friends have gotten engaged. Uh, especially in broadcasting it's like they lose a ton of followers which is also really odd like do our followers just like assume that they can maybe get married to us someday yes that's exactly what they're saying you're relatable you can talk sports with them you can drink hot chocolate and they assume you're gonna run into them one day and hit it off and there you go we ever after together I will say this though like to those people that and they're they're the minority for sure um like you can't hate on love. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you should love love. Like if you're hating on someone being happy, like there's a there's definitely an issue there, I think. Yeah, I think. and that's just not even to your to like random creepers out there. That's to like everyone who's uh sad about yeah. engagement season or anything like that. But I think it is interesting when you guys talk about like when you post stuff, it's like is this lame or is this just like the game that I have to play? Just trying to like that's mm-hmm. like, you know like it's lame I'm posting this photo of myself or this. Do I feel lame or is this the game? That's actually a new show I'm working on yeah. uh, right now. Is it a game? What a title. I know. I want to punch myself it. in the face when I posted, posted myself in a Santa hat and a workout outfit. And I was like, I literally have to kick my own ass right now. Dude, that's, yeah, you that's so, so good. Fire. Thanks, yeah, guys. I love it. Thank it's you. For you, they want to see you and really every facet of your life. And Jackie, that's the same thing. Your personal life is obviously a big part of who you are. Yes, and you too much what? of it actually. But yes, Lauren. Though mm-hmm. I got it. I mean, Jackie and I are pretty much out there with everything. But you're the mysterious yeah. one of the group. Yeah. 
Yes, I am, ladies. Well, I'm probably painfully single at this point. Quarantine hasn't been great for dating. So um, I, I'm honestly really happy, though, when you get those people, though, that approach you and like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, guys, like, I'm great. I really have been, I'm going to get real, like, existential with you guys, but trying to, like, free myself from any sort of external validation. So mm. I'm just really happy as is. I get, you know, my meditation on every morning and do my thing, and I'm just happy. But yeah wow that's i could take a lot of notes from that external validation is like my middle name right now but how have you okay we have to take a quick time out but i do want to know how you've been able to sort of figure that out considering our whole job is external validation more on the other side with mlb and nhl networks jack raymond and lauren gardner on drinks and thanks don't go anywhere I'm Christina Root, and I'm the host of Catalina Star's Young and Famous podcast, where I interview the young and famous Latinx stars that you know and love. I'm nine years old, and I interview stars from your favorite Netflix show, Disney show, and favorite movie. I ask young and famous Latinxers how they made their dreams come true. Listen to Catalina Stars every week to get motivated, inspired, and happy with me. Christina, the youngest Latinx journalist and podcaster. Listen to Catalina Stars, Young and Famous with Christina Aru on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Adnan Burke, and I celebrate the Dodgers winning the World Series with Canada's finest exports since Michael J. Fox. That's right, my girl, Julie Stewart-Binks. JSB, yeah! Welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Jackie Redmond and Lauren Gardner from NHL and MLB Network. We are drinking some hot chocolate and some vegan eggnog. Yikes. But that is, I guess, good for you as well. Eggnog, I don't think, is very good for you, but also delicious. Uh, Lauren, right before the break, you're talking about how you've learned sort of during this time to not need external validation to be happy. What was sort of the catalyst to being able to get to this point? That's, that's such a good question. I feel like we're getting our Oprah on right now. And coincidentally, that's kind of the person who helped turn the corner for me. And it was at the end of 2018. And I think I was in an interesting place. And I think obviously it's just the nature of what we do. You are relying on that external validation and the way we've been raised. And obviously it's not a knock on our parents, but uh, we live in the material world, as Madonna would say. And wow, that just aged me. What a reference. Uh, but I, I think it was a lot of things where I was like, okay, I have, you know, a dream job. I was covering the avalanche, uh, you know, NFL football, doing all these things, traveling around, you know, on a charter jet and doing all these great things. I had friends, I had all this stuff, but there was something that felt like it was missing. And I started listening to her super soul podcast and then turning to all these various books. And um, I think I've told you guys about that book, The Untethered Soul, but Long story short, I think the goal was then to try and separate myself from um, that, anything that was really external. And I know they can provide joy, but really we are these spiritual beings having this human experience and to kind of sit back and be more of the observer and try and sit in that witness that is your soul and see kind of the narrative that is taking place in front of you. And I know that feels really deep, but through like meditation and like a lot of, you know, readings of whether it was Michael Singer listening to Oprah and all these like great thought leaders that she speaks with, or even Ram Dass and Polishing the Mirror, which I read every morning. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, you know, biblical. Um, it's that spiritual practice has helped a lot. And that said, you know, life has been very good to me. So I think you really know, um, you know, the strength of your soul and your conviction when you're really put to the test. Um, and, you know, I've definitely been through things, but really finding comfort in the discomfort as well, because that's where the true growth comes from. That is so easier very <laughs> cerebral. And for our followers and perhaps even me, uh, just for instance, like how would you then put that in very layman's terms of how you figured out or where your journey is now or... Yeah, 
don't sweat the small stuff. Just be present in the moment, as present as you can be, and just find joy. And oh God, this word is so cliche now, especially in the middle of this pandemic, but gratitude. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how much time we have here or what's going to happen or how long we'll be employed in these glamorous jobs, but just to enjoy it all and just to be kind mm-hmm. because I think that just provides You're so such a nice, bright light, Lauren. You're always the good one at all. Of us. That's not saying that Jackie isn't. Sorry, hold it's, on. But I mean, but like, I just feel like Lauren is, is, yes, is like our, we all have very, we're like, uh, what is it? I said Josie and the Pussycat Dolls before because that's, because we all have different hair color. But I always find, you know, Lauren, you post a lot on Instagram with all the, just the different acts of kindness that you have and, and sort of the, the nature of looking into yourself, not as you mentioned, looking for other people to sort of define who you are and what your journey is. And, and Jackie, you know, you were talking to us during the break. Instagram and social media is such a unique place for all of us. I know I felt mentally and physically upset sometimes if I look at a post and it makes me feel bad about myself or like feeling I have to post something to like prove something to somebody. What's yeah. that experience been like for you in terms of how you handle your social media presence? I will say this. I'm so, so glad I'm going to date myself here, but like that I didn't have Instagram when I was in school or high school, because I just think I have trouble dealing with it now. Like you just said, like I have days now where like I'll be scrolling the gram and like for all of a sudden it's like, I don't feel so great about myself. And I'm like, why is it? Because I'm looking at all these people's like brightest and best moments. And now I'm like, Oh, like I like, don't remember what I had for breakfast and I'm still in sweatpants and it's two. like, what's wrong with me? Like I need to be doing something. Um, but you know, this conversation sort of started with, you know, posting the engagement on Instagram and losing followers. And I will admit begrudgingly that I used to care a lot about that. Like I used to hide a lot of my life, uh, my friends, my family and, and my relationships to be truthful. Like I just wouldn't post them because I felt like my Instagram had to be all about my career and all about what my followers wanted. And while yes, that is important. I think there's a difference between privacy and hiding your life. And I think I woke Mm -hmm. up one day and I was like, wait a second, like, do I want to wake up 20 years from now and feel like I hid my whole life? or just kept it to myself or didn't celebrate things that were important to me or were happy moments. Like most people post their engagement somewhere because they're excited. Like, Oh, we got engaged. This is so great. Um, so for me, it was just about, you know, getting over that. But I still, when I see the followers drop or something happen, of course, I'm still like, no, but then I'm like, I know on your deathbed, you're not going to be thinking about the 400 people that unfollowed you when you posted something about Emmett, you know? So, you know, you have to get over it, but I do think that it's one thing that is a, is a constant sort of check yourself thing with what we do is like, okay, am I posting this because I want to, or am I posting this because I am seeking some sort of validation, whether it's look how great I'm doing or look how good I look or look at, you know, why am I posting this? What is the reason? And I think that asking myself that has helped me kind of navigate the craziness of social media, because I think you could be, you know, the most self-aware, complete, whole, happy person. And I still think that social media can at sometimes play tricks with you and, and your mind and your happiness. So, um, yeah, definitely one of the, uh, tougher things I think in this business that I never knew I was going to have to deal with when I was in college. So, um, it's yeah. crazy. I think in everyone at every level would, would feel that way too. As you mentioned, the most self-aware sort of like confident 100%. person, Instagram is just like shows everyone's best moments. Like, we don't all have very good moments all the time. We have maybe a good moment every now and again, not every day, you know, with people posting different stuff. Um, Speaking of which, I would love if my boyfriend came on my Instagram. He would, he never, ever lets me Instagram any of the great bits that go on in our house. But that is also like a way that, you know, beforehand you'd be like, oh, you can't, you can't put up your personal life. Like what's your employer going to think? Well, sometimes now employers are like, they, they want to see personality, but then you're like, What's what is too much personality? Is this not enough personality? Is this the personality they want? Like then it messes with your head in like a different way. So, uh, I believe where, where Lauren is right now, I I'm going to go down your spiritual journey and, 
that's not going to happen in Club Q because we've got a lot of content (laughs) that has to be put out. We have, we have a content making machine, but speaking of content making machines, both of you guys were making so much content in the NHL and MLB bubbles respectively. And I cannot wait to hear how your experiences were different or similar when we come back after this break on drinks with Binks with Jackie Redmond and Lauren Gardner. Don't go anywhere. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, everybody. It's Alex Flanagan. I had drinks with Binks. Kind of. Does coffee count? I'm hoping maybe she'll invite me back for an evening episode so we can crack a bottle of wine next time. Hey guys, welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. I've got Jackie Redmond and Lauren Gardner here from NHL MLB Network. We're sipping on some hot chocolate and vegan eggnog. It is great. This means that we will not have any hangovers at all and we can talk about things and I can't blame the fact that I'm not speaking properly on alcohol sadly today (laughs) so on that note speaking properly something both of these women do very well Lauren let's start with you you were in the MLB bubble you're with the Dodgers I remember near the end um tell me what was that experience like like maybe if there's a memory or a moment that like really has stuck out with you from that all that yeah, that's a great question. My experience was really similar to Jackie's and the fact that we didn't really have or we really didn't have direct access to any of the teams that we were covering. So our access was limited to um, limited. See, speaking properly, I'm drinking vegan, non-alcoholic eggnog. Uh, <laughs> it was limited to these Zoom press conferences. So all the media really had access to the same exact storylines, which kind of took, you know, that unique perspective away. But I guess some of the moments that really stood out were just being inside a ballpark without fans. And, you know, credit to the folks, you know, with the L.A. Dodgers and what they were able to do with their sound system, Hollywood, um, the crowd noise that they piped in sounded pretty darn realistic, Um, which is, it was, there were just so many different things, but I think it was just watching playoff baseball without fans in the stands. Period. I'll stop. And, you know, and wearing our masks while we were reporting outside. And um, it it was difficult to speak (laughs) and to breathe. And your cadence was affected. But at the end of the day, I was just so thankful to be working and to be covering the sport that I love. Right. And Jackie, for you, you were in the NHL bubble for over 60 days. What was the experience like? Basically the same thing. How would you, hearing what Lauren just said, how does that compare to what you've been through? What I will say is I was fortunate that I had to wear a mask at all times, except when I was on camera, I was allowed to take it off. Um, I'm not sure, Lauren, what it was like for you, but like they had us all very, very separated. So like there was not like a reporter in sight where our setup was. Um, So I wasn't really close to anybody um, or breaking any social distancing that way when I was on camera. But I will say, I think it's going to be very, very, very strange the first time I attend a sporting event where it's normal and the arena is packed because I spent two months in an empty arena. And what was interesting to me was that in the um, concourse, the concourse, concourse. thank you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Lauren. Um, Like the lights were dimmed. So you would get to the arena and it wasn't even like really that well lit. So it was like kind of like a little bit dark. And then you're going out into the arena and you're watching these games. You're one of the only people there. I got to see a couple of really, really historic moments. So it was amazing in that sense. And I, I learned a ton because I'm not normally a field reporter. It's just not my background. I've been in studio for like 90% of my career. But I also found it like very isolating. Like I, I don't want to be negative because it was a wonderful experience. But even during the games, like I wasn't sitting with the camera guy that I was working with or Mike Johnson when he joined later for the final. Like I was alone a lot. Like I was in my hotel room watching press conferences. I was at an arena alone watching games. And so you would see people during intermissions and stuff, but it was, it was very strange that way. And, and for me, like 
I don't have a Rolodex of contacts, you know, contrary to popular belief in the NHL. I have some, but nowhere close to people that cover the game on site on a daily basis and deal with these teams. So I found it challenging, but very, very rewarding um, in a way at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just it was a grind. It was awesome, but it was lonely. Um, but it was, it was so many layers. Like to even describe it to someone is I find so difficult. Um, but it was cool. I saw one of the yeah. longest games in NHL history. There was like 10 of us there. So it was, yes. crazy. It was wild. I'm sure it's just like, there's so many different experiences packed into having to answer that question that it would be great for your book someday not the novel yeah. that you plan on writing i remember you told me that yeah. last year but i do like the fact that you were you were isolated from everyone else as a big you know yes, code regulation totally, narc totally. over here very but I, I was mostly just figuring that out just wanted to see if you're you know <laughs> following the rules don't worry jsb we were very very strict um i will good, say good. though That's like, what this- so many people like well, like you're so lucky and i i am very fortunate but like 60 days in a hotel is a lot of days. So when players uh-huh. make comments about the bubble or there's like words that like, Oh, the players don't want to do a bubble again. Like I actually get it. It's really hard. Even if you are making yes. millions of dollars and playing a game for a living, like there are aspects to it that are mentally, we just talked about mental health a little bit earlier in the show, like that are really difficult and money does not ease those things. So um, I just think when people no. have that, they should, maybe think about it a little bit more right yes that uh it is it's completely it's it's something we've never had to deal with before and nor you know should we but we obviously have to but in that regard both of you explained situations you've never been in before of course lauren what's a skill that you had to develop or learn to be able to do what you did during the bubble Ooh, that's a wonderful question. Um, I also, Corona police, which is good. We need the COVID police. Um, we did test before each week. So just wanted to throw that one in there as well. We wore our masks and we we're socially distancing. I'm also just buying. I feel like, I like your mom. Like, it's okay. okay. I believe you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> when I'm texting with you, I'm like, don't worry, DC. I'm in Denver. But I tested before I left. My whole family tested. Like, okay, Maybe good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, thanks for the info. Appreciate it. A skill that I, I cultivated, I mean, I think it really was, um, and, and Jack, you can attest to this, but kind of the hustle of it all in the long days. I mean, I was only covering two teams at a time, whether it was the division series or it was the NLDS. Um, I think it's time management and just really, I liked being able to think on my feet and to come up with various storylines as well as just, this is so many different answers to this question, but to really trust myself. Um, because, you know, there weren't a ton of resources and you were just out there on your own. And it's not like you were able to talk to other reporters who you know were drafting their stories. So it was really fun to, to be able to finally like trust myself and realize that these stories were the ones that needed to be told and kind of mm-hmm. stick to your gut and kind of go with that, whether it was, you know, the shadows during the A's Astro series or kind of going, you know, along the lines of, seeing what was happening with Dusty Baker and that narrative with his club and, you know, kind of that story, you know, the redemption arc that Houston was kind of following throughout the postseason and the regular season. So it, it was really fun just kind of like staying true to who I was and trusting my gut with the stories that I was able to pursue. And Jackie, for you, what did you find that you had to sort of pick up? Um, I would say kind of on, on the note of what Lauren is saying is like, you guys know this business is so crazy. It's highs, it's lows, it's confidence, it's insecurity. It's like pick a day and it's like, what's going on? Your answer will be different to how you feel. And I think what I learned through the process was, um, getting comfortable being uncomfortable, which is something Barry Trotz, the head coach of the Islanders said over and over and over, we just got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that's what we need to do. And I think that just applies to 2020 in every way imaginable mm-hmm. is like, just everyone is uncomfortable right now. But for me, you know, doing somewhat of a new role that I'm not really used to and not having the resources that I would normally have doing that role. I think that I just realized I am capable of more than I give myself credit for. And I know I'm sort of complimenting myself right now, but when you work in a business, like there are times where like, you're not sure, like if you're very good or if you're capable of something. And so when you tackle something that you're not sure how you're going to do, and then you do it and you come out on the other side and you're like, wow, that was crazy. That was however many games in 61 days and hundreds of reports, like 
tons of NHL now. It's like, I was just doing so much that when I came out the other side of it, I was like, you know, like you're all right at this. Like you should give yourself a little <laughs> bit more credit um, for what like, you do, you know? Um, so that was, I think the biggest thing for me personally to take away from it was just to have a little bit more confidence in myself with some of that stuff. Um, but also just being, people think that I'm super outgoing because of what I do, but I'm actually quite shy. Um, so, you know, approaching people for interviews or even the contacts that I do have, like reaching out to people and asking for favors or quotes or interviews, even like, I am very like, Oh, I don't want them to think I'm annoying. Like I am super shy when it comes to that. But in that situation, I, you know, forced myself out of that shell and got uncomfortable and reached out to people, um, asked people for help. And I'm not even just talking about like getting interviews or trying to get a quote from like a coach or something, even just other media people asking for help. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I think that's a skill that I got better at in that situation was like not being afraid to ask people for help or for interviews or for, you know, whatever I might need to do my actual job, you know? You mentioned that you hadn't done a whole lot of field work, not only doing field work and feeling confident in that, but then doing it in a pandemic where you can't just sit with people at morning skate and be like, oh, I heard, you know, what about this guy? And why is this line changing? Or you can just sort of pick up information when you're talking with people. You can't even do that. You're not even able to talk. You can't even be around anyone else. Don't go anywhere. We got Jackie and Lauren here, NHL and MLB Network. We're on Drinks with Thanks, baby. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey, I'm Anson Carter, and I'm having drinks with Binks. Hey, guys, welcome back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We've got Jackie Redmond, Lauren Gardner here from NHL and MLB Network. And the most imminent story that we have right now really is we're all trying to figure out what our future looks like. I'm, I'm in quarantine again. It's December. I was in quarantine. I mean, because I'm in Canada, not cause I like have COVID again or something. Um, but that I was in it in July, not a lot has changed. Things are sometimes getting worse around the country, around the world. We don't know when we're going to see hockey again. And this is just a big topic. Um, for the sport and for all sports. We're seeing every sport struggle with the pandemic. Um, Jack, I'll start with you because you are sort of the most inundated in in the NHL. Like, how do you even, um, what's going on? Like, what? how do you look at when the next season's going to begin? And I know you work for the league, so I understand you, you, you know, have a league perspective, but like for fans and for other broadcasters, like what's going to happen? I will say like, normally when the world is not, you know, under crisis um, and there's a story in the NHL or something's going on and people want to know and you're like, Oh, I don't really know. But you kind of like, no, like we actually mm-hmm. don't know. Like that's the thing. Like I actually don't know what to expect or when the season's going to start. So, you know, when I see some of the insiders saying the same thing on social media, I'm like, no, I think they're actually being legit. Like, just because COVID is such a fluctuating thing and it's changing day to day based on where you are. I mean, two weeks ago here in Nova Scotia, things were pretty normal. Everything was open. Now we're in lockdown again, certain areas of the province, like you can't gyms are closed. You can't go anywhere. Restaurants are takeout only all that stuff. So for me, it's like, I really don't know. Um, but I think what's interesting to me about it is that it will be a season like no other. I mean, we're in December right Mm now. I mean, absolute best case scenario the season starts january 1st i mean to me i can't foresee that happening but crazier Mm -hmm. things have happened i just think if we have this all canadian division and everything's different it's going to be a season like we've never seen before and it's going to be 
exciting in that way is that it's going to be different. All mm-hmm. the Canadian teams playing each other, different divisional teams in the U.S. constantly playing each other. So I think we'll see rivalries renewed. That's like my my big hope is that, oh, Leafs have is going to be a crazy thing this year. Like they're going to hate each other. Um, but in terms yeah. of knowing what to expect, I mean, I, I am similar to the fans. Like that's just the truth. I don't really know. I don't know when I will be hosting NHL now again. I just know that when the season starts, whenever that is, I will be hosting it. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, Cause I know there are a lot of people out there that have been laid off and, and are dealing yeah. with a lot financially. So Um, For me, like I'm just sitting and waiting, you know, I'm just sort of waiting to see what's going to be next and and when that's going to be. So I'm just like a fan right now. I'm, I'm searching on, on Twitter too. Like, Ooh, what's LeBron say? I'm like looking it up, you know? Yeah, really. Just have LeBron on refresh. Uh, And and I want to get back to that in a second, sort of waiting on your jobs and all that. But Lauren, as the American in our group, how do you feel about the Canadian division? We're hyped over here. We're like, wow, yeah, we can see all these. But like, what's the perspective as an American of an all Canadian division? Yeah, I mean, as an Avs fan, formerly the Nordiques, um, you know, you guys might be stealing some of the shine. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, But, you know, the Central Division is going to be as tough as ever, hopefully, but it would be I mean, you're taking a couple of teams away as much as I love Winnipeg. I mean, I'm not mad about not having to go back up there if I were covering me. Yeah. No knock on Winnipeg. I actually love that city and the people from Winnipeg are tremendous. Um, Yeah, I I think it's interesting. It feels like you guys might be stealing a little bit of shine, but I think from a logistics perspective, it makes complete sense. And if that's how we can get back underway as soon as possible and as safely as possible, more importantly, then I'm all for it. But I I think it will be interesting. And Jack, to your point, I love the fact that these old rivalries will be renewed. And that's what we love about sports, right? We love the unscripted drama of it all and just the passion. And sometimes that, you know, it's manufactured in a sense, but it's that hatred for one another in a very sportsmanlike way. Great. Okay. So all of America will be watching Canada is sort of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, also, the Avs, they are very good. We'll be watching them as well. Yeah, the so, so I good. want to track back and, and for both of you. So I mean, I've been doing this show from God knows everywhere across this continent, bringing, lugging everything with me through <laughs> TSA and whatnot. But for you guys, like your job is t- attached to these sports and Jackie, you're mentioning, you know, it's kind of precarious, like not knowing when you're going to work next. How do you, how do you sort of deal with that? Um, for me, I feel like I've lived, I mean, I think you said this earlier in the show, like I feel like I've lived so many different chapters through the last seven, eight months. Like, I feel like I've done so many different things. It's like my life has been divided into chunks. Like the first little bit, I was still doing my show, but from home. Then I was, had this weird little like one month summer. And then I had the playoffs for two months, which was like, just go, go, go. And then I came home and I was like, now what do I do? Like what's happening now? And I dove into my fitness. Like I just found things that I've always wanted to spend Mm -hmm. time on and work on you know, prior to the pandemic that I did, didn't have time for, or at least I told myself I didn't have time for. And I just sort of like dove headfirst into those things. So fitness was a big one for me. It's like, well, I have all the time now to work out. So if I'm not going to do it now, then I'm probably never going to do it. Um, but it's weird, you know, it's like a constant state of limbo, not knowing like, okay, what's next? When am I working again? When am I hosting a show? Can I still host a show? I haven't done it in a while. Not really sure. Uh, hopefully like I still got you can, it. You can Jackie. But like, you know, I, I, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. Um, but for me, it's just about finding ways to use the time, uh, for myself because, mm-hmm. When are we ever going to, when am I ever going to have time like this to myself where I'm at home, but I'm like, I'm still getting paid. So it's like, I am a very fortunate person and I realize that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like at some point, like this will go away and I will be, you know, working again. So I'm just trying to make the most of it and, and enjoy it for what it is. So that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, but it is hard. I won't lie. And you, Lauren, I mean, you've been able to do hot stove with MLB. I know you told me that you were getting tested like two times a day or something like that. Like you've been going in and out as well. What's this time been like for you in a way that like you don't necessarily have a set schedule because of sports, but you are still working. 
Yeah. And I think that's it right there is that I, I'm still employed. We're still employed and kudos to, you know, MLB and NHL as leagues as a whole. And obviously their respective networks for taking such good care of their employees through this time and um, doing the best they could to make sure, you know, we were still getting paid. We still had our health insurance, which is more important now than ever. While, mm-hmm. um, you know, people all around the globe are unemployed or losing their jobs or without health insurance or health care. So first and foremost, I'm so grateful for that. But yeah, the schedule's all over the place. Just like Jacket was kind of coming back and he's like, do I know how to do this TV thing again? It's been a minute. And, you know, whether it's hosting Strike Zone or, you know, NHL Tonight's having this one on who absolutely, you know, demolished her playoff coverage and returned to play coverage. Um, so kind of bouncing back and forth between sports, but being so pumped to do it, uh, you know, hosting strike zone in a voiceover booth and making the adjustments when it comes to COVID protocols and um, just kind of figuring out ways to stay afloat. So, um, or, you know, you know, whenever there was something offered, it's like, Hey, can you cover opening day in Philadelphia? And I am fortunate enough to, I live alone and we talked about me being painfully single, which I'm okay with, um, but I don't want anyone to follow her. To. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to reply to. Every time no, someone's like, unfollowed, I'm going to be like, go follow Lauren. She's single. <laughs> Maybe you have a chance. <laughs> You can come meditate with me, guys. It's very boring. And drink vegan eggnog. I love it. Am I selling this? Um, but yeah, it's um, it was it it was an adventure. And yeah, you're right. We're assigned to you know new shifts, which Jackie is very familiar with. And again, we, we we're inside the building. If anything breaks, we're ready to go. It's also a really good time to you know just kind of get up to speed on things. You know, pay your bills and shop on Amazon. Um, but if there is something news, you're there for it. Uh, but it, and then hot stove has been such a fun show to work on and just, uh, whatever they need. I'm literally like, I'm here, I'm ready. I'm able-bodied and please let me keep my job <laughs> at this point. But it's, uh, it's fun and it's great to be able to stay up to speed with whatever is happening or isn't happening in, you know, the respective off seasons for these two right. sports. I yeah. do have a question and, though. And- Lauren, is my car still in the parking lot at Home yes. Network? I literally, I just, I literally am just like, hope it's okay. Like, I don't know. <laughs> wow. You had no idea where your car was. It's you had no idea if it was okay. I think it's there. EJ it's, sent I'm me a picture at one point. It's in the parking lot somewhere. Oh, that's, I hope. that's great. <laughs> You've had free parking for nine months. That's like quite literally $9,000 in New York. <laughs> that's so true. I'm going to go to Secaucus and park a car whenever I can get one someday. Just leave it there. Uh, but yes. Okay. Well, that's good. So we have, no, we don't have confirmation on the car, but we will get we it from EJ again. Okay. We'll get back on that. Um, December 15th. I'll keep you guys updated. Okay. Well, it is great to hear that both of you guys have been able to keep working, keep your jobs. I know that many people have been furloughed or laid off or, you know, everything. It's been very difficult, but we will also have to see now how the NBA does with sort of doing everything indoors and starting off with maybe having fans. I'm very curious about that. As Jackie, our Tampa Bay Raptors are going to be, you know, down, down there in the, uh, in the, COVID capital of the world. Okay, we got to wrap. We all come back after this with some more fun stuff, some fun questions from the audience for Jackie and Lauren. You don't want to go anywhere. This is Drinks with Things. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico, cause they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. What's good everybody? This is Jerome Baker, Miami Dolphins linebacker. Um I spent my bye week with Drink with Binks. It was water, but uh, you never know. You never know what was in it. But uh, let's just say it was water. (laughs) (laughs) 
Welcome back to Drinks with Binks with me, JSB, and Jackie Redmond, Lauren Gardner, NHL MLB Network. I said that I was like surprised I'm still here. Uh, I asked people on Instagram to send in questions. I'd never done this before, and I was like, I guess no one sent in any questions for these guys. So I, weird but then i found out they did and here they are now so uh chowza asks lauren and jackie what is your favorite nhl arena and city to visit and why i'll start with you jackie Ooh, uh such a good question there's a few that i've never been to that are iconic like i've never been to the bell center in montreal so before i answer i just want to preface with that so that people aren't like oh you not pick that uh, i'm gonna go with chicago i love the city of chicago a game in that arena is unlike a lot of experiences that i've had in my life the fan base is amazing when i went to games there the team was very good um i know that that impacts the experience but i loved it there and it's a great city so i think it's like the best of both worlds great place to watch a game great place to eat some food so i like chicago mm-hmm. lauren yes miracle mile um okay so i'll go full circle for you montreal is such a special city the fact that they can seamlessly transition from french to english and back and then i feel like a really stupid american when i'm trying to order my coffee but that's okay it was very humbling yeah, <laughs> but that arena, just the nostalgia, the history, I mean, everything from the concourse and you see these old paintings on the walls and it, it literally is like a living museum and then down to, you know, the Montreal dressing room and you have but three different media representatives with, you know, you have your English broadcast, you have your French broadcast. It's just, it's so cool. It is Shout out awesome. It is so fun. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yes. We love you, man. Yes. He's great. He's a good good guy. I also love the Bell right, Center as well. We got to go on. We only have time for one more. But uh, Tweak Tweak 37 says, what was the funniest thing to happen when filming a live segment? Jackie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, funniest thing to happen while filming a live segment? I don't know. Lauren, what about you? Uh, yeah, so we actually did a relay race on ice, and uh, my team captain was Mark Rycroft, and my opposition was John Michael Lyles, and I'm not a good skater, unlike the two of you. And uh, I was at Center Ice, and John Michael Lyles shot me with the t-shirt can and took me out in front of the live audience, both on television and at the dressing <laughs> It was I've seen it. I've okay, seen the well, footage. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have one. I thought of one. Okay, very quickly. I ran behind home plate when uh, the game had already started. Uh, I was in oh, yes. St. Louis, I believe. I ran behind home plate. Marcus Stroman was like getting ready to throw a pitch. I didn't realize it. I thought I had time. I did not have time. Uh, everyone in the dugout yelled at me as I went back. Friendly, friendly yelling, but still. Um, and Bob Costas uh, play-by-played it. He was like, and there goes Bob Jackie. Costas. Fine home play. That's awesome. Yes. I mean, there you go. People, people remember that. I remember you from that. That's that's <laughs> good. That's that's very good. Uh, I'm sure your boss didn't say that. But, Bob um, we got to go to break. Uh, I think mine, I've had, I had so many when I lived in Regina, just like the cameras randomly floating around because we had sandbags that held them and losing my marbles <laughs> on air and laughing and crying while I was laughing. We got to go to break, but we'll definitely have a whole segment of weird things that have happened on air in another episode of something in the future. But we've got Ooh. more of this thing coming up after the break. That's a tease. Wow. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, (laughs) but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. Hey, this is John Cooper, head coach of your Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, and I just had Drinks with Binks. All right, welcome on back. We've got a whole lot more fun we want to have with Jackie and Lauren before we say goodbye. And this game is called What's More Likely to Happen in 2021? Okay, beginning with Tampa Bay Lightning repeat as Stanley Cup champions or full capacity indoor dining is allowed. Lauren. Ooh, 
Oh God, at this point, I'm going with the lightning repeating. Oh, I'm going to go with uh, full capacity dining because back-to-back champions in the NHL are very rare. Wow. They're very rare. So is indoor dining at this point. Okay. Francisco <laughs> Lindor is traded from the Indians or the new James Bond movie ends up being bad. Lindor goes to the Mets. Steve Cohen is winning the offseason. A.K.A. Bobby X. New James Bond movie is going to be bad. <laughs> it's not. I, I looked at the trailer. It looks like it's going to be quite, quite, quite good. So, I actually uh, Lindor, I guess, is being traded. <laughs> I'm going against everything Lauren says. This is like a debate show. This is so good. I, I love it. Okay, debate number 12. Zidane Chara plays his last game for the Bruins or Broadway reopens. Broadway is slowly reopening summer of 2021. That doesn't sound very confident to me. I'll go Chara. Really painted you into a corner on that one, Jack. I don't feel great. I don't feel great about it. I would I would say more likely Chara's done versus seeing everyone sitting and watching cats. (laughs) Sorry, that's a bad example. Everyone indoors sitting watching pretty woman. Okay? All right, last one. This one's a good one for me and Jack. Um the Leafs win a playoff series or Coachella is held maskless. Oh, Jack, oh, gonna hate Leafs me. win a playoff series. I gotta go with you on that. Leafs win a playoff series. Yeah. Yes, 100%. there's only one correct answer for this one. It's the Leafs win a playoff series. No, that all because... Canadian division, baby, is meant yes. for the Leafs. It's built for the Leafs. It's built for the Leafs. Finally, we figured yes. out a way to build a division for the Leafs. And yeah, there's no way that Coachella would be held I was going to say, what's going on here? <laughs> because people also will have like fashion masks at Coachella. Oh, Come on, yeah. it's going to be crazy town. Okay, we got to go to break, but we want to hear where Jackie and Lauren are going to be next. So stay tuned. We got more drinks with thanks on the other side. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, somebody's going to get punched in the nose by Alec Baldwin. The left and the right pile on his wife, Hilaria, for alleged cultural appropriation. And what our reaction to the death of Gilligan's Island's Marianne says about us. Listen to Too Many Lawyers on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, I'm Nick Kiprios from Real Kipper at Noon on LiveMovement.com, and I just had drinks with Binks, Little Buddha. All right, guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking here with Jackie Redmond and Lauren Gardner. And, guys, where can we find you next, Lauren? I'll start with you. Um, so I will be back in studio after I quarantine and test and do all that around uh, the Christmas holiday. So I will be uh, spending time at Rockefeller Center and on hot stoves. You can catch us on MLB Network from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. And, uh, of course, LG Red, like the Communist Appliance on social media. <laughs> Uh, when hockey is back, I will be back. Um, so whenever that happens, you can find me on NHL Network. But in the meantime, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Jackie Redman, on Twitter at Jackie underscore Redman. And I have a YouTube channel. Um, there's just random stuff on there, but watch it for sure. The YouTube channel is great. You and your fiance are throwing flour at one another. And I will say, when I watched back both of your interviews from last year, you said you wanted to start your own YouTube channel, and you did. You wanted to be in the YouTube space, so yeah, you did, Lauren. Oh. You didn't accomplish your dream of becoming Oprah, Kelly Ripa, and Michelle Beadle all at once, but you're well on your way. Okay, so better than that. That's it for us here on Drinks with Binks. You can follow us on at Fubo Sports on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, watch us, FuboSportsNetwork.com every Friday night at 8 p.m. And we will see you next time, guys. Bottoms up, bitches. Cheers. No booze in here. Not today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.